Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, we love to answer your questions. We get lots of questioners from listeners. The Ask Me Anything episodes, or AMA for short, give me the opportunity to answer your most burning questions. If you think you have a question that you'd like answered, send it in. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. On today's show, we're talking about automating systems in your business so that you, the business owner, can start to reap the benefits of the business. We're also going to explore the difference between passive income and residual income. These are two words that sound remarkably similar, but their meanings are vastly different. Businesses are all active businesses. There's no such thing as a passive business. Even though your local tax authority might classify income from an apartment building as passive income, there's nothing passive about owning investment property. It is an active business. The cash produced by that business is paid out to cover expenses, debt service, any preferred equity holders, and then finally the business owners. That final piece is called the residual cash or the cash flow from the business. When we're talking about passive versus active, we need to distinguish the amount of involvement and time required to earn that cash. Too much effort, it starts to look like an earned income situation. Looks like a job, like your employment income. If there's too much owner intervention required in running a business, then it ceases to be a true business. A business must meet one very important criteria in order to be worthy of that name. You have to be able to remove the business owner from the business for a period of time, and the business can run autonomously without their involvement that's not true, then the business is more like a self-employed situation, and the cash produced by the business is actually earned income. This is no different than the wages earned by employees of the business and the business owner, except that the tax treatment might be a little different for the business owner. You never get to reap the benefits of your business because it's tied to you personally. You can't sell the business because its value without you is close to zero. All too often, this is the state of small business in North America. In order to have a real business, it has to be of sufficient scale to operate independently of the business owner, and once that's achieved, you have the potential of residual income. Now, passive income sounds similar, but it's quite different. Passive income is the income earned by passive investors in an active business. It's possible for investors to earn passive income from an active business and for the business owner to experience zero residual income. How does that happen? Well, the business owner is too wrapped up in the business to be able to step away and for the business to run on its own. The key to achieving residual income is twofold. Number one, the business needs to be large enough to afford the management that enables the business owner to step out of the business. And number two, the business needs to have strong enough systems that enable a minimum amount of business owner intervention on a day-to-day -day basis. It's not enough to have systems alone and it's not enough to have scale by itself. You need to have both. The number one mistake I see investors make over and over again is thinking too small. You need scale in order to afford the staff to run a standalone business. You need scale to develop repeatable systems. One of the key tests about systems is whether a system is tied to a specific individual. That is to say, if someone in your organization resigned and you hired their replacement into that same role, would the system change as a result of that new hire? Or would the system remain the same? If the system changes each time a new person comes into a role, then it's not really a system. It's simply tied to the individual. It might be just a documented way of doing things for that one individual. 
Finally, you want to make sure that your business has sufficient profit margin to generate residual income. I'm talking fat margins. Businesses with thin margins can struggle when real-world situations arise and cause a business to deviate from its original business plan. As we've talked about many times on the podcast, money comes to you in only a few different ways. Number one, earned income. That's what people get when they have a job, a job. Number two, residual income. And number three, capital gains. Most of the wealth in the world has been created through some combination of residual income and capital gains. If you don't generate the scale in your business that you need to create residual income, you're going to be trapped in a lower orbit that you will never escape. In the meantime, as you're thinking about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.